these truths to be self-evident that all men are created So when we're marching and protesting and posting, tell your friends to pull up. Some members of that society, namely black American people, watch how the contract that they have signed with society is not being honored by the society that has forced them to sign it with them. There is no contract if law and people in power don't uphold their end of it. Hi, welcome to Suburban Real Talk with Emma, Sydney, Sarah, and Rachel. This is episode two, and today we're going to talk about BLM, Black Lives Matter, not bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Let's get into it. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> so we hope you guys listen to the intro podcast where we just share a little bit about ourselves and what this podcast means to us. Um, thank you for being here to listen to episode two. Today we're going to talk about protests and we have um, gone to two together as friends and Sydney has um, gone to two other ones that me, Sarah, and Rachel haven't attended. So we just have a lot of feelings and thoughts. Um, so like we said, this is kind of going to be conversational. So we're going to just talk as friends about what these protests meant to us. I think we should be honest with the people and preface. We are two Trulies deep. So, like, <laughs> and like 10 mozzarella sticks. 10 mozzarella sticks. There are more in the oven. Don't worry about it. Mozzarella sticks <laughs> fucked me up. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Hope none of y'all are lactose intolerant. <laughs> Okay, well, why don't I give my two cents about these two protests we've been to together. So these aren't my first protests I've ever been to. I was at some protests at Oberlin, which led to, you know, a $50 million plus lawsuit that we ended up losing, which is awful. But it was another thing about race so these protests i feel like we were we were at one in another town another like similar i would say more affluent town in connecticut and then our small town and the one that took place in our town felt a lot closer to home to me granted the one we were at in the other town was a lot bigger and we couldn't really hear um the speakers because we got there a little later um, so we like couldn't really hear what was going on, but the, you know, everything about it was powerful, but this one hit closer to home, you know, seeing people I went to elementary school with showing up and showing out and, you know, the friends that I would have wanted being there, not showing up and showing out, but you know, us together as a group of friends meant a lot to me. And I felt like that provided a lot of the support I needed. Um, so those are some of my initial thoughts. I don't know if any of you guys want to jump in. Yeah, I agree. I liked both of them. Both of them were very peaceful. And like Sarah said, the one in our small hometown hit a little closer to home. And, you know, when we're all chanting all these chants and walking together and just hearing Sydney screaming all these chants really got to me. And I just started to break down after seeing her break down and just seeing how hurt she was. She's losing her voice and just trying to scream as loud as she can and you can just hear the hurt in her voice 
Um, and, you know, I want, as someone who's been friends with her since kindergarten, I want to do as much as I can to love and support her. And I just know that she would do the same for me, as well as Sarah. God forbid if something ever happened to Emma not or myself. Emma not Emma Bowe. Not Emma Bowe. Oh. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm right here, Sid. I'm looking right at you, girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah, long story short, I know they'd have my back. It's important for us to have their backs. That's what friends do. But, um... I also want to say, I hope that more people, that these protests will only get bigger because I don't want people from our town to just go to one and be like, oh, I went to one. I did my duty for the day, so I'm good. Yeah, like racism's fixed now. Yeah, no, it's not. And I know that our town is going to have more, which is awesome, but I don't know if you want to talk about your different experience. I didn't even know that you went to two other ones yeah i've been to a couple so i've been to two in massachusetts i went to um one in northampton and one in springfield so northampton is also a very white community but um the springfield one was very different and you could feel it one just like anger but also in like policing presence you're saying the springfield one was majorly black uh majority black people in the crowd yeah oh, okay. and um also just a lot of cops a lot of cops there was the national guard there was helicopters there was people on the roofs yeah no it was very scary there was people behind us at one point i was like oh shit there's some <laughs> in the, <laughs> the actually i saw your instagram yeah. story we were like i see you <laughs> yeah it was kind of scary i was like oh that one where i was like you know what i might have to take my black ass out of this <laughs> a little too serious for me but not really, but it, it was just very interesting and, like, obviously, kind of obvious the why, but the difference in policing presence in, like, affluent towns and, like, not affluent towns and majority white towns versus towns with more people of color. Yeah. And, and did you, like, feel personally a little bit different, like, there, like, with a stronger police yeah, presence? No, it was a lot lot scarier like yeah. northampton one which is the one with less people um police i not gonna lie i was a clown I was clowning the police calling them pigs i was told one point i was like hey eat my ass very loudly <laughs> oh my god going off i probably shouldn't especially because there was only like what five black people in the car. <laughs> so then, like right after they could be like hey <laughs> what if the cop responded gladly <laughs> so what's he at there was there was one cop in there that i was like if the, no. <laughs> Wait, can we just talk about in the one of the protests we went to when it was all quiet and then one of their monitors went off oh, and then yeah. we oh all my just God. look at yeah. and Sydney goes, shut up. <laughs> and, and Sarah's older sister just goes, read, read the, the room. Because <laughs> he like accidentally must have like hit his like little siren. siren and you could see he was like, oh shit. Like yeah, definitely the wrong. Yeah. Respectful. Yeah. Wait. So. Another thing about that West Hartford protest, they, like, they kept, like, that was a protest where they were, like, I feel like really, like, alliancing with the police in the town, which I feel like is a a theme in, you know, like, these Connecticut protests, at least the ones I've been to so far, like, they're not anti-cop protests, they're anti-police, like, brutality protests, but they're getting the cops involved and, like, letting the cops know we like them and we feel like we need them. And I just want to know, like, your thoughts on that and if it was different in your Massachusetts protests, Sid? Interestingly enough, 
the protest in one of those towns. I didn't like how they were. There was not enough anti-police sentiment. I truly believe for you, for for, for me, your taste. in my for my taste, I truly believe that I'll, that the police need to be disbanded, disfunded, or defunded, um, disarmed, all of that. And we'll explain what that means in later episodes. Yeah, yeah, but um, like yeah, like I just think it was nice that in the town of Northampton, very anti-cop, people were not happy with the cops mm-hmm. and. It's, I think it does have to do with that department, too. Northampton police have um, history with not being good, especially to homeless populations. And um, also, it's a very queer town, and the LGBTQ plus community, and the cops aren't friends. So, like, that was kind of nice for me, because I have a lot of frustrations with the police, so, like, I felt like I got to emote a lot there. So was it cathartic, own. then? It was a lot, very cathartic to cuss out the cops. <laughs> and like have other people do it with you yeah. too. And it was like I had one of my friends who was like, if the cops point guns at you, like I'm gonna like shield you with my body and I was like, You're wild for that. Thank <laughs> you though. You're wild for that. Wait, did they have like actual guns or were they the rubber bullet guns or I you know, I can't fully tell when like I saw them on their hip. But I was like, that looks like a gun to me, so I'm not gonna you know, and there was people on the roof and I was like, I don't trust y'all on the roof. Yeah. Like, what do you have Seems like Call of Duty shit. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> and I feel like a big, like, overarching theme of, like, the, like, our little towns where it's, like, a lot of white people not being as anti-police is because, like, white people haven't felt threatened by the police. Some might have, but majority haven't, and not in the same ways that black people do. And I think that's probably why, like, towns like ours are less anti-police because they have like they want to see the good but I think that there's so much to learn about a government and a society without police and like I'm enjoying reading about it and like learning more about it as a white person personally yeah like backpacking on what you just said Emma like police are serving these communities around us you know like these majorly white communities like we know the town we're in is 2.4% 2.4% black and you know we're pretty a pretty affu- affluent neighborhood <laughs> so like as far as we see here like people like the white people in these towns you know see the police you know as doing their job and they're their neighbors and then there's their sons and their fathers but you know that's not the case in cities like Minneapolis where you know they mm-hmm. actually just got enough votes to disband their whole yeah. police department and I was like Thank Let's, God. Yeah, we'll see where and, that goes. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of other alternatives, but, you know, we want to focus on protests right now in this episode, but I know, Rachel, you want to say something, so. Yeah, going off of that, is it was just weird at our, pro, our small town protest after seeing all the videos on social media, on Twitter, of everything going on, and there was something on Facebook. I know our town has a bunch of little Facebook groups about um Sophia's delivering us yeah, more mozzarella sticks. But there's a bunch of, you know, message boards for different towns in Connecticut and when our protest was being planned, there was a bunch of, you know, I would say Karen's commenting <laughs> on the protest saying stuff like, Well, 
they better not be looting all this stuff. They better not hurt my kids. One, if you don't want to go, like, if you think that's going to happen, then don't go. And second of all, don't be spreading all this hate and negativity into something that people have been working so hard to plan for. And, like, you can't say anything when you haven't been to anything. So all people are doing is just reading all this stuff on the news. And there's just so many different perspectives to everything. Sorry, I'm... Okay. A little bit finishing my chewing of my mozzarella stick. Um, but I just, like, we got into a really good conversation there, but I just want to quickly explain a little bit about, like, how I've been feeling at the protests as, like, a white ally and being there for my best friends and their families and my community and just, like, black people in the world. Um, I've had, I've been having a lot of conversations about this, and obviously, like, some of the closest people in my life are black and and I also would hope that, you know, like, I hold myself accountable in a lot of ways. And I'll never know in, like, another lifetime about, like, a life without, like, these close friendships. And if I had different close friendships. But I really hope that, you know, I'd be showing up the same. But I definitely think being at these protests, like, the same thing that Rachel said. Like, seeing <clears throat> your best friends break down and the cracks in their voices as they're screaming. Like, and knowing that the way that they're screaming these chants is different than you are. Rachel and I are screaming along with them as their allies, but as our black friends and the people in the community are screaming it, they're feeling it differently than we are. Um, and I definitely have a mix about wanting to break down with them because it's an emotional experience and like anyone's going to cry if they see their best friends cry, no matter what it's about, you know? But at the same time, like, as allies, we're there to be strong for them because they've been strong enough. And, like, I just feel like when I see you guys cry, you know, like, I want to cry with you. But I'm always so torn between, like, is that the right thing to do? Because, like, I want to show I'm strong. Like, when the young girl was singing Amazing Grace, like, I definitely could not sing along with that because I was feeling like crying and i also wanted to give you a hug cindy but we're in, we're a, pandemic. in a pandemic yeah, yeah like so fuck covid i definitely feel like like i'm using it feels good to know that i'm there using my voice in a in the a right way and for good and being there with my best friends and my community um and i'm definitely looking forward to like going to more protests with you guys and with other people you know and, like trying to get more people to go honestly girl if you want to cry cry like, <laughs> i get yeah. it like it's this is tough and like I know, like, we have different experiences and stuff, but, like, you're still a human being with, yeah, like, that's empathy true. and emotion. Yeah. Like, if you're upset, cry. Also, additionally, I think it's helpful because there's nothing more powerful than white woman tears. Like, <laughs> mountains for white woman tears. So, like, honestly, cry. I actually was just talking to my dad today about, like, I was like, the best thing to do after a long day is cry. <laughs> and he was like, oh. Okay. A lot of people don't cry. Yeah. And that's like a lot of men don't cry and I think that is all related to their like lack of empathy, which I think plays into their inability to, you know, wow. feel and get involved in movements like this. But that's don't get me started you know, that's, that's where not <laughs> We're gonna do a whole nother but podcast on that. So I feel just like men and crying. Not just men and Yeah, and like what it stops them from being able to do. There's definitely a gorgeous sunset going on and it's behind me, which I feel is unfair, you guys. Does it look good behind me? Yeah, it's like a halo. Okay, I'll let that happen. Anyway, I think that, like, this conversation can help us, like, bleed in a little bit right now to, like, 
almost I don't want to be so formal but like do's and don'ts at yeah, protests protest. and like I know like like I just explained there's a lot of things that I am not sure is like the right thing to do while I'm there yeah I wanted to read a tweet to you guys and I just wanted to get everyone's opinion on it yeah I've seen a lot of people talk about this so I'm not gonna name this person it was just a random tweet but they said as a white person at protest should I not put my fist in the air or chant hands up don't shoot I'm confused because the black organizer told us to do these things but I've seen people online telling white people not to do it so um, what's your opinion on this just go put your hands up like, right <laughs> like, I literally like, sorry you said you go first <laughs> yeah. I don't know like you're out here you're protesting you're like being a part of it like why should I just feel like there's a lot that like the black community is doing to like separate and divide and like I get it I get the anger but like sis like we need the help what are you doing yeah, girl? Cool, like, cool. It's, like if, if someone's there like if a white person's there like hopefully like it's hopefully it's for the right reasons you know what I mean and like I would assume it, it is so like if we're there for the right reasons you know like yeah ch- chanting along with you yeah I mean I'm right there with Sid and like saying that there's a lot of people like highly critical of the movement and while I can recognize that that's important and like leading us in the right direction I think it also scares people away from speaking out at those protests I remember at um, the protests in our town you know I was screaming I don't I think it was um, hands up and then everyone's doing the don't shoot like response Mm -hmm. Um, and then we kind of I got tired, so I stopped saying it, and someone behind me kept going and then stopped mid-sentence and was like, oof, like, embarrassed that they were continuing the chance. And I was like, no, don't stop. Yeah. Like, and wasn't chant. that was a white guy, right? Yeah, it was a white guy. Yeah. And then he, like, continued it. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Like, as an ally, like, we, like, the black people in the crowd, like, first of all, we're 2% of the town. Like, there's, like, mm-hmm. 10 of us there. Y'all don't say it. Who's gonna uh, say yeah. it? Yeah, like I definitely. Yeah, yeah, like I. I mean, you guys heard me too. Like a couple times, like say something and be like, "Oh, no one's saying it anymore." Like, oh. but it's like, that's, like, I should have just kept going. Yeah, you and, know? and like, I think you did, and I think you guys realize that, that like, I think white people get really scared to overstep, but when it yeah. comes to this stuff, it's like black people have been dealing with this for so long. That like making it our jobs to organize the protests, to you know get the funds, to be screaming the loudest, to be like we just need a break and we need yeah. you know like real white alley allies. I almost said Ally. Yeah. To be there, to you know like have our backs. The girl's name Allie, Show up. Yeah, Allie, What the <laughs> fuck? Allie. Especially if it's spelled with a Y. You better be there. <laughs> no, I definitely I like I get that, and I think another thing with the protests is like people being afraid to show up because they're afraid it's gonna be violent and like Rachel you were saying it before like it's not like it's not all and it's also like you have to understand why they're violent like I think that's like one big thing and like that's one thing I'm trying to explain to like like my white family and friends like my family is very supportive of this movement like we've been having really great conversations and stuff but they got the lawn signs guys they have (laughs) the lawn signs I think a lot of like white people right now are like oh the violence the violence it's like you have to understand why like this is like violence is what is the it's the saying like violence is the language of the oppressed Oppressed. yeah and also unheard and and i just like i know i said this to you guys after the protest but like a young man who went like i just really loved what he said he was talking about the violence and he was like in connecticut we're gonna keep it peaceful 
but we're going to let like our brothers and sisters in Minneapolis and other areas around there be violent we're gonna let them be the sword and we're gonna be their shield and like that just really spoke out to me and I, I was really glad he said that because I feel like that's so important you know what I mean like these protests at the end of the day they're protests and everyone's fighting for the same thing you know and like I don't know how you guys feel about like yeah yeah I mean first of all I want to run it back to like what we were talking about with the Karens in Southland Serbia like oh but I'm scared of the violence sis Karen no one's trying to steal your target bag <laughs> it's fine you're gonna be okay like I promise you but like like what you were saying that like the violence is like the language of people unheard and oppressed and like I need people to recognize like what this country was like built on it was built on violence and looting True. like what was the boston tea party y'all love that <laughs> but then when black people do it it's all suddenly it's like what like yeah yeah why would you take my like gucci bag out of the store like no one ca- gucci can handle it like I, <laughs> I, I, I that brings me back to the video of the girl holding the whole ass cheesecake from the cheesecake factory i was like okay yeah like yeah get me an oreo one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, go back in go back in <laughs> Girl with the Cheesecake is honestly the best video. I need people to see that. It's so funny. Anyway, continue, Sydney. But just, like, it's a legitimate form of protest. And, like, what stresses me out the most is just, like, how people, like, not black people, not white people, like, just people in general want to be, like, try to, like, delegitimize it because of the violence. But then the police are killing black people and they're like oh that's but you, but you robbed target target's gonna be okay yeah. sis target or, even said that yeah i they talked to like, mr target i talked to mr target he's okay <laughs> target's doing better than ever they're yeah. having like their best year ever yeah. thanks to covid yeah and so. i saw like i saw like things i don't know remember where it was but of like just random white people taking up arms to protect their neighborhood target i'm like <laughs> Are you serious? Mr. Target's not going to thank you. (laughs) Also, like, can we talk about the fact that not even a month ago, white people were outside, not even six feet apart from, I mean, that's hard, the pandemic, no matter what, protesting that we had to stay inside because of a pandemic. Like, this is the first pandemic that, like, our current world is experiencing. Like, what? Why are you protesting? Y'all were like, we need a haircut. And then black people a month later are like, we want to stop being killed publicly in the streets. And you're all like, stay home. Listen, like, if I hear, if I, like, if someone has a small business and their small business is suffering because of the pandemic, I totally get that. I'd be upset too. Like, that's your income. And I get it. But it's also like, if you were out there protesting for the stay at home movement, you, better be out there protesting for the Black Lives Matter movement. And people aren't. It's not the same thing. Like, I saw on Twitter, too, like, the same Twitter profiles tweeting, like, in support of the protest for the stay-at-home and not in support of the Black Lives Matter uh, protest. You also don't see them pulling up with the amount of what military <laughs> stuff. Oh, hello. Sorry. Oh, that's Solomon, no. Solomon like, says, I agree. <laughs> I've seen videos during the protests you're talking about when people are um, protesting to because they want to they like don't want to be locked up in their house. People are literally spitting in the cop's face. God yeah. forbid if that happened. Showing up with guns. Yeah. God forbid if that happened during one of the Black Lives Matter protests, it would be over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, can we talk about the 
violent response from the police to these protests and not just that but also the police like planned like i've seen videos of police officers dropping off loads of bricks Whoa. so that people when the protests are happening like rioters and protesters see a big pile of bricks and they're like i'm angry i'm gonna throw them like that's literally a setup like yeah. can we talk about yeah. that for a minute and like i that reminds me of um a short little um write-up that i read from a young guy who spent a night in jail for protesting and he talked about like just being around the cops who were there like doing the arresting and transporting them to jail for the night and like how much like amusement and like like i i can't think of the right word but like they were feeling good about it and like they were just like enjoying themselves throughout the whole thing like sadists literally like what i don't know that's just like like that's what you like like locking up black people and like (laughs) not to mention when they're taking these mass groups from protests they're not respecting trans men and trans women who are going into the prison too and now they're uncomfortable they're one scared and two uncomfortable being around all these people that they don't identify with because cops like just don't don't care yeah and on that note i think we're gonna end for tonight so thank you everyone we hope you guys stay safe and healthy during this pandemic please yeah please stay safe and healthy I'm telling y'all, wear your mask, wash your hands, like, not just, like, a little rinse, like, I'm talking about scrub, like, under the nails, wash your hands, like, I want y'all to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. All right. Thank you, everyone. We hope that you stay tuned for us. We're really excited to be doing this. See you next time. Bye.